Hey everyone, hey and welcome back to yet another episode of Alpha Metallica. This is your host, Tom Kui. Thank you so much for listening. We are here with part two of our music video review. Uh, definitely check out part one if you haven't listened before. We're going through all the videos of Metallica. We're going in chronological order. We're sort of putting them into themes, really. So episode one looked at, well, there's only one video of Unjustice, but the five videos of Black Elm. Today, we're pretty much looking at all the load, reload, output, and we're going to go forward with those in a second. We're going to just sort of discuss, you know, cinematography, what you think. Not not really music more just visually um and just before we get into that please follow the show at metallica pod please get in touch with me metallica pod at gmail.com if you want to come on the show you want to review a concert or a moment in metallica history or you want to come on for a song as well because that's mainly what we're doing here at alpha metallica we're taking all 150 160 songs or so putting them in chronological order putting a stamp of approval putting a dismissive you know a sneer on them however we feel about the song so yeah if you want to come on and join me let me know i pretty much got all the songs up to about jk now, which probably puts you about the end of 2018, so it's a long wait, but if you want to be in the line, uh, message me, metallicapod at gmail.com, and I'd love to put you down there. Uh, we've got the Patreon as well, everything that goes on the channel, Alpatalic episodes, stuff like this, interviews, goes on the Patreon first, normally a week, maybe even two weeks before, so if you want to get premium access, you want to just give back to the show as well, check us out, patreon.com forward slash Alpatalica, leave a review, uh, leave a positive review on iTunes, is greatly, greatly appreciated, helps to push us up that algorithm, but um, yeah, back with the second edition, and as with the first, I'm not on my own. I'm with my old, uh, you know, Tom Waits podcast co-host. He now has, I think, the 97th most popular Beatles podcast. Sam, how's it going? <laughs> hey, man. Thank you for having me back. I'm, I'm glad I passed the audition, as it yeah. were. But, yeah. um, you know, there is truly no better way to spend 90 minutes of a grey Thursday like this than deconstructing some Metallica stuff with you today. Yes, I do, uh, in fact, have the, I think it's the 99th most right, uh, right, right. Beatles be- 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 podcast ever. I host Paul or Nothing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yes, uh, before before you scoff, um, <laughs> basically what what I do, I've kind of picked up the story. I've started the clock just after the Beatles end in 1970, and I'm just reviewing all of Paul's music from there on in. Really, I've I've had guests on like scholars, authors, musicians surrounding the McCartney mythos as well. The the show's kind of branching out in that way now. It, it's it's quite an, an exciting time for the mm-hmm, show. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot a lot of episodes coming out very soon. If you're into to, to, to the Beatles, Paul McCartney or classic rock in, in in general or even if you just like these episodes that we're doing about about metallica today please check out paul or nothing it's, it's on youtube itunes yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, everywhere we'll, we'll awesome. put the links we'll put the links you've just it'll, uh... it'll, 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 it'll be down below yeah, but yeah. obviously yeah. Yeah, yeah today we are talking about metallica music videos like like say it's been a while since metallica have actually put out some some material in the kind of uh in the uh, history of events now it's been what about six years since since the black album came yeah, out yeah yeah i get yeah so we the last what was the last video was it sad but true um i think it was sad but true wherever i may roam one of those live sort mm-hmm. of come see us sort of videos yeah but um a, a fair amount of time has passed and um obviously you're you're a metallica fan clearly but you're not as well versed on uh, as perhaps myself or other people on the show so were any of these videos actual the first time you've heard these songs well, it's funny you should ask that because for me it was actually kind of a, a, an interesting little experiment because all I've really known going in was the uh, the bookends of of this. I I actually remember the video for Hero of the Day, but but only kind of snippets. But uh, I love Fuel and I, I love Un- Until It Sleeps. But everything in between it, it was a, a very much a virginal experience for me. And I thought best not to actually go and listen to the music first. Best go in blind because that's what a music video's function is. It's to kind of sell me that music. Mm-hmm. So. If it succeeded, then it's it, well. Then it's 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 achieved its function. And one of the songs did do that. I'll get onto that later. 
but for me yeah a lot a lot, a lot of this load reload stuff it's not in the kind of classic metallica mythos no. uh, there aren't really many classic songs here that, that that will be on that kind of top 10 radio playlist but yeah. there is some that there is some interesting stuff uh this isn't a period of metallica that i'm particularly well well versed with either uh you and you and ryan haven't been particularly kind to the load reload era no no no, no. and it's marked me out as somewhat of a pariah in metallica communities uh, for not being a fan of the music um and uh, yeah we'll get into we'll see am i a fan of the videos or not i'm sure you guys can't wait to hear that so we'll get to the first video which is also the first sort of comeback single which always i find it so intriguing that they led with until it sleeps they really put their heart on the sleeve you know we're going in a different direction here um this was filmed mm -hmm. in may 1996 in california it was premiered um the same month actually may 23rd 1996 directed by samuel bayer who he's directed one you know he's directed a lot of good videos but he's, yeah. he, dir he directed yeah. smells like teen spirit arguably one of the biggest videos ever well, it's funny you, you you should say that because to me, when I first saw saw this video when I when I when I was younger, I immediately thought of um, Heart Shaped Box. It, mm. it, it it really it really Definitely. does share it does share that kind of Nirvana aesthetic, and it just kind of shows how incestuous the kind of music music video industry was at that time. There was there was definitely a look that Metallica were pushing towards. Now, I mean, with all of these vi videos, I think it's 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 kind of fair to say that we we don't have the classic black album. Um, prototypical look the, mm. the band are going through changes now they've had new influences like i say it's been many many years now they their their clothes look different their hair looks different and they don't have that kind of continuity and we're going to be seeing them now trying lots of different things in yeah. the next six, six six videos and they try a lot of different stuff in until it sleeps i mean I, Normally we, we we try and start by saying you know what the kind of the plot of the video is, but I don't think I'm stepping over the line by saying there is no plot to this one. This is purely like an artistic statement. This is you know an an installation piece yes. with Metallica kind of singing throughout it. Yes, um, yes, it's very Hieronymus Bosch. Um, there's a lot of sort of powerful bucolic imagery. There's some mm -hmm. really disturbing stuff, such as that giant frogman devouring those red legs, and yes. everyone's you know there's very messianic imagery, and it feels like a painting uh, of parts and stuff. I this video has actually grown on me. I think just regardless of Metallica, I think you know it's just quite successful in that a lot of the images mm -hmm. are quite arresting and intriguing. Yeah, I mean. In terms of what what we're going to be lo looking at today, this this is the video with the most creative input from whoever was working on it. Yeah, it's it's the one that's most vibrant and the most alive, and very much in the same way where um, Enter Sandman. Every single image is classic. Every single image sticks in in your head. There is so much in this that will just be scarred into the back of your mind. Yeah, and 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 for the band, it's kind of a mature step forward in their videography as well as their discography. You know, um, a lot of these early videos were very much like you know, a, 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 aggression and outward directions of anger. And in this one, you know, they're like they're clawing at themselves mm -hmm. and screaming into the black empty void. And it's a direction that I was kind of willing to go along with, and I was excited to see what they'd what they do with it. And you know, obviously, we 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 come from a Tom Waits kind of slash Beatles background super used to massive tonal shifts in musical direction and I, I don't see how you couldn't be interested in what the band was doing here both musically and visually mm. and 
it it just seems like you know that they could have just come back and done something like sad but true from the latest concert that i'm sure would have accompanied this album but no they they use these music videos at least in in this period now still as an excuse to create something well crafted and artistic and you and you can't fault them for it and it it's almost like they've gotten all the best art students from all the local college campuses around where they shot the video and just threw money at all the oddball loner quiet kids and just wait to see what they what they came up with there's very much um there's there's that uh uh, todd browning film freaks Um, there's Mm. there's there's hints of a a razor head haronas bosch as you mentioned yeah like like, like a lot a lot of this stuff could almost have been taken from a wood etching from strasbourg in 1328 yes yes it's very very francisco goya very capricos you know midsummer night's dream as i say is invoked um talk to me about images what's your favorite image from this video probably the guy with the big nose about 18 seconds in right he just he just kind of looks like an like like um an an elephant man steve merchant he just really really creeped me out yeah but but like i can't help but think of things like kubrick's eyes wide shut whenever i watch Mm. things like this there's lots of satanic cultish imagery with that kind of lore and like that that goat-headed dude as well like um when you mentioned midsummer night's dream um there's that bit in the dead poet society where uh the kid plays puck and he has like twigs for uh, claws as well yeah 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 so uh, it does have that kind of stagey i mean dreamlike thing on on a cross he's on a crucifix like um i I thought it was Kirk on the uh, yeah, on the cross. Oh yeah, 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 as that kind of um, messianic figure. And, and like, oddly, oh. Lars is covered in shit. I, I'm not quite sure what that is. But he he, he does also also have a blue feather boa, yeah. which kind of makes him reminiscent of like a, a a dirty Las Vegas stripper. I'm not sure if that was intentional. And then you got Newsted, who's like throwing dirt around in a yeah. raid. And yeah. And then James just stands in front of Christian imagery and sings, kind of like what we did at school, really. Mm-hmm. But like there, it, it's such a weird collage and of different images that that don't link together at all. But what they do is they kind of make a statement about. Are like obvious artificiality, and as we've seen in in last episode as well, Metallica live in this world of like shifting between dimensions and dream states and different realities and stuff. And they and and they played this up in in here. You know, it's very non 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 sequitur. Nothing particularly links, and yet it's kind of tied together with this obviously rustic arts and crafty homemade feel that shows you that what you're looking at, even though it's horrific, it is not real. And then it's it's it's, it's like challenging that why why is this particularly like distressing imagery? You know it's not real, and, and yet it creates this horrifically foreboding atmosphere that syncs up lovely with with the music. Like you've got mm. that like uh, great syncopated drum beat at the start and that winding bass, mm. and like you're just like oh my god, what is this world I'm going into? Like that woman with the apple and the and the snake and all of that wonderful biblical imagery. Like it's just so off-putting, and yet you can't stop watching it. It's no. it's such a good. Video. It really is. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I really like it. I think it's very, very successful. Um, and I like... It has a classic rock music video sort of thing. Like, I always think of Danny California by the Chili Peppers did this. And loads mm-hmm. of videos as well. Where the first two thirds of the video are sort of associate images and some sort of video and some sort of wackiness. Then the final third, the final chorus, it's the band. You know, it's Metallica. Oh, and, I and see. Like, I um, like seeing them in that shape. Like, they're still kind of in that world. There's a cross between them. There's dusty floors and stuff. And they seem quite possessed when they're performing see that was my one genuine criticism of the of the video because i think it kind of cops out at the end by right. having the band play their instruments like because mm-hmm. like 
I felt like this video was going to be a departure from the format that we've seen from the kind of band type videos from Metallica. And we already have James singing the lyrics to the camera with his typical gusto anyway. So I was kind of enjoying the imagery with the band and kind of, you know, enjoying the world they were creating. So then to kind of fall back on just, you know, Neustad bopping, bopping his head. and Yeah, you've got, to, you've got to have some sort of concession, I think. This was a huge departure you know, uh, artistically, visually, sonically. And I guess they, they were aware of that to some extent. I know, I know what you're saying, but I think, you know, for the most part, it's pretty out there. Yeah, and, well, I mean, it just re- reflects the, the lyrics and the tone it has to work with. Obviously, it's like one of James's darker songs that, that he was working on, and it, that is perfectly reflected, really. Mm. And it, it might not have the raw impact of Enter Sandman or the sheer originality of one, but like it does rest very comfortably in the halls of like the, the best Metallica music yeah. videos yeah. quite easily. And I guess it just it's it, 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 it's just hypnotic and dreamlike and it, it just slots into their con- continuity of what they've been been working on visually very nicely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's a great mid nineties, you know, when videos were videos kind of thing. There's clearly a lot of money put into this. There's so many cuts. It's constantly cutting between arresting mm-hmm. things to show you between, you know, sort of, um, uh, you know, displays, pantheons. And we end as well with, uh, I guess, the Mary-like figure pouring the water on Christ's feet, which mm-hmm. it's kind of, there, obviously, there's religious imagery. There's always going to be allusions to this sort of world, but it's not outwardly so. But it's interesting to me that it ends on that, I suppose, until mm-hmm. it sleeps to a certain extent, is grappling with these themes. But, yeah, like you say, there isn't too much a narrative. There isn't too much of a thread. But all in all, it works well to complement it. And even if you just listen to it on mute, it's still pretty engaging. Oh, no, definitely. Like, the thing you have to highlight is that each piece, like, like, like I say, there are so many shots. Each one of them is a work of art. It it it's it shown that it was released in a time when like kind of digital freeze frame didn't exist because like you, you you could go frame by frame and just see so many oddball and off off the wall creations that are just so interesting and visually arresting and it's it's just got that great we we put on a show feel and it's it's just great to go through frame by frame mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. and I mean, any any closing thoughts on this uh, nightmare. I feel like it, it's it's a perfect kind of comeback for a more mature band. Uh, I mean, if I'd have seen it in the day when it was it was first released, I'd probably be a lot more interested than if if it, if it was just a bunch of kind of men coming up to their forties, kind of thrashing around in the snow. Not that I'm giving any not I'm giving right, any right, right. way about 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 a layer video or anything, mm-hmm. but but yeah, this is kind of the best with what they could do with that album at the time um and but it it would make me go and listen to the song definitely i'd probably go and buy the album that that this song was on alone so yeah it it would work definitely yeah yeah. and as ever we've got a tenuously link to tom waits um when when we do these episodes and our next video which is for hero of the day which i have to say i remember you mentioned the last episode you bought that dvd of all the videos and we were watching them at ryan's Mm. i had never seen the hero of the day video until that point I wasn't even aware there was a Hero of the Day video, and this is di- directed by Anthony Corb- uh, Anton Corb. I always always pronounce his surname terribly because he's got like an I and a J, so it's like Corbijn. You know, I, th- I think it's Corbin. Corbin, okay, I good old Corbin. Um, you know, he directs his video. Obviously, work with weights a lot as well. It's not as kind of outwardly weird as video. It's quite charming. I mean, the the slight.
like kind of stop motion stuff that we'll get to that I think is a bit, I don't really like that part, but you know, we'll get to that. But um, the Hero Today video, which I guess if you were just sort of describe it to someone who hasn't seen it before, it's the band, you know, in various different guises, in the mm-hmm. game show host. Great to see James as the boxing coach as well. Like, you know, Metallica at their base really are a very fun band all of the members are very funny they're very charismatic and this shows less of a serious until it sleeps kind of side to them doesn't it yeah i mean they do in inhabit the the music video realm that so many good bands do you just mentioned the uh, chili peppers blink 182 where they they mug for the for the camera but you you, you have fun watching them mug and they are very natural on screen it's funny you should bring up Anton Corbin because he's obviously this not one, uh, not just one video he he uh, directs today, but two. Mm-hmm. And like I say, he he kind of did create that iconic photo book of weights. And I do have a high standard for this man. And when when going into into this video, I had a bit of a kind of a deja vu flashback to my prepubescent Kerrang days. I'm pretty sure I've seen this video in one form or another, but the song had not stayed, stayed with me at all. Mm-hmm. But it's clear that, you know, Corbin probably did both these videos in a, in a similar time time frame. And it's obvious which of the ones he put most of his uh, faculties and efforts in. And it is this one. And I think it's a proof that he has... Uh, a better product when he has a, a, a longer time to kind of get his his hands on it and mold it into something uh, quite unique. Uh, I don't I don't dislike the next video we're going to get onto, but I, f- I find this one to be a lot more aesthetically pleasing and mm. the visuals are kind of bisected like like I say between two worlds once again a, a very Metallica kind of mythos thing. It's it, it, it's done very intuitively and very seamlessly though. Like you've you've got this kind of other reality of of the tv and it kind of flicks through and maybe the things on screen are meant to symbolize something maybe they're they're not but what what i am absolutely in indeed and enamored with uh, in this video is the kind of faux glamour and that kind of parodic hollywood sheen that is presented in the television world and how that's juxtaposed against the the grimy chaotic mm. dirt of the lone rocker's apartment not only because it you know it kind of reminds me of my filthy stoner heaven bedroom from university days yeah. but but oh, because it kind of highlights that uh, that oft unspoken underbelly of like rock culture with you know this kind of hermit existence slob and it's it's anything but glamorous and music videos are always so full of like perfectly airbrushed people in perfectly well-lit sets and you know the high life and stuff and and it, it's cool just to see any band let alone with with, well, with you know a profile as high as metallica's kind of representing this side of the world in their art so honestly really yeah i suppose i, I kind of get what you're saying but it's a little bit trite i mean it's just the juxtaposition isn't it of this world it's not really looking at the underbelly yeah. as such it's it, just it, it felt gritty to me it felt gritty and re- and, and more real than, than probably anything they've actually put to film i mean uh, you, you had a the the, the unforgiven that was still kind of clearly in this kind of myth mythical yeah. world this this felt this felt grounded this felt earthy to me and i i did like the juxtaposition b- between this and that kind of mercurial dream world on the tv I mean, I mean, how, how are you reading his progress so it's, it's a dull emaciated youth who you know is alone watches tv girlfriend comes around they fuck then he does loads of alcohol and pills and then creatures come out his ear like well what what is trying to be said here well i kind of interpret it as possibly uh she 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 comes around and and he can't get it up so so she so she leaves and kind of in 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 his anguish he downs some pills and some vodka and then it, it does become this kind of 
Tim Burton meets David Lynch moment. And you're right, they have these kind of little robotic pterodactyl bug bird creatures. Mm-hmm. And they and, and then they kind of walk around the room, they disappear, and he wakes up, he vomits, and the whole thing ends. And it it is just nothing. It, it is just a day in the life of this loser. And it's kind of put together with these little t- uh, TV vin- vignette moments. And I guess, is it, is, it, is it trying to say this is the average Metallica fan? This is what we think people are... I, out- I, 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 I doubt <laughs> it. I, doubt, I like how we see Until It Sleeps in the news report with James, which is yes, kind of a do. nice bit of continuity there. Great to see Kirk as the newsreader. Love mm-hmm. seeing him in the game show. Especially like seeing him as the, um, you know, the, the brigands, the bandits in the bar with the hats. And yeah, you know, they, the- they inhabit these characters so seamlessly. Well, what, what I liked... Um, and um, Corbin obviously likes to uh, re- reference the title of the album a lot when he's when he's working on, on these songs. But that kind of cowboy western shirt they're they're on is titled "Load." And mm-hmm. then and and then later on you see um, Lars and James uh, on this kind of like artsy German commercial selling "Load" yeah, brand yeah, water as well. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, great. That. And I, I like the 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 game show they're on is really really cool as well. And then like I think like um James like is either gambling or he's coaching Jason and Kirk. He's, as, he's as, coaching, as they, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's as Mickey. They box each yeah, other. yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. <laughs> can get them right. But the thing is, Hetfield is such a boxing coach name, so it is, yeah. And I guess. It it is it is very fun and they kind of adopt this almost like Monty Python esque nightmare right. fashion where where they, they they just inhabit all 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 of these roles and it is it, it is very kind of a stream of consciousness and you don't really know what's what what's going on at all but I guess for me I I like this video purely because it is kind of so repulsive and repugnant and that that in itself can't can't be evocative in in its own way with this kind of behind the curtain look at, at, at a very unglamorous life you know as as opposed to like, like i say kind of very overtly fake M- mtv plastic homo sapiens that you normally see in in most music videos and for me this video was kind of the start of something that was going through mu- music videos at this time that um, it, it's instead of taking um kind of a look at Forrest Gump, you know, where um, Forrest Gump was kind of blending news news footage and having Forrest walk in and out of, of, of like actual footage of old people that they'd taken from different places. And this video reminded me very much of another video by Nirvana, uh, their 1992 song In Blue, oh, yeah, where, video, where, yeah. where they're on, on camera in like this kind of old 50s world and they, obviously they, they end up smashing their, their, I mean, their I mean, stage. I mean, Buddy Holly as well by Weezer's another I was just, I, yeah, 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 I was just going to say that that is the kind of logical and artistic conclusion I mean, it's le- it's of where that could so go. It's less so in this one, really, because it's kind of, it's just scenes, isn't it? It's not like they're actually in the world. It's kind of like Danny California, again, to mention that video, which just shows mm-hmm. the band in costumes, really, and just sort of mm-hmm. having fun. And then I... I personally don't know it, if the two sides of the song work as well as they have to, but I mean, it's a fun experiment. Mm-hmm. I think I think I think the video is better than the song, but the song still is quite. Oh, the fun song's better well. than the video. What? Mm. Okay, this is a, this is a video podcast. We'll, we'll get to Hero of the Day in 2019. So, um, you know, but, but yeah, Hero of the Day is. Uh, I've actually got someone from the BBC coming on to do Hero of the Day, so that should be very cool. Um, but uh, yeah, humble brag. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's not bad. Any 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 closing thoughts on this one, Sammy? 
Um, it's it, it's a nice kind of black and white student e type type film. Uh, it's it's got some quite imaginative imagery, some some kind of what the fuck moments. If 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 you're into that that kind of thing, it's not going to stay with you forever. But it kind of goes down nicely with a, with a cup of tea, I suppose. It's it, it's not particularly offensive at all. Um, it it doesn't damage their kind of music video legacy at all. But it's it's really nothing to to write home about either. Um, but then Corbin comes back and does yeah. the, the next one, doesn't he? Which uh, also from Load, which is Mama said. Mm-hmm. And you know, for 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 the sake of full of full discretion, like 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 I said, you know, I I didn't know a lot of these songs when I came in. Yeah. Um, Mama said, "Wow, this is a Metallica that I really did not know existed at all." And yeah. I, I I can see how people would kind of be jarred uh, to uh, some degree as to what the hell the band was doing at this point but the video the video is actually very interesting in just how low-key and small and low budget it is mm-hmm. um so immediately from the get-go corbett kind of forces us into the world of this obviously unreal fake hollywood backdrop of like some kind of like las vegas cityscape and hetfield kind of casually walks into frame in full cowboy attire and yep. and cowboy hat and he's he's like out of focus and it's all very dreamy again and they're going for like another otherworldly vibe again that kind of it kind of harkens back to that old classic hollywood aesthetic and it kind of defies the conventions of all other metallica music videos because not only does this not change location like after like hetfield gets in the car there's one shot pretty much for the entire video and you know folks you better be entertained by john wheel by john wayne james hetfield playing his acoustic guitar in the back of an old car because that's all you're gonna get and weirdly it reminded me enough of uh, music by madonna and ali g yes which has a a very similar um idea for a a music video yeah yeah but yeah. yeah it's it's um i mean i don't know much about the history or the writing behind this song like is it more of like a Hetfield song in kind Feel, of way that feels like it, yeah. Um, I'm not, I'm not too sure to be honest with you, but yeah, it is definitely kind of him getting at his inner cowboy to a certain extent. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind this video. Um, I just, I feel like this is the sort of video they could have give to anyone and just understand. Okay, so he's in a car, but it's not actually a car, and he gets out at the end. And it's, <laughs> you could have give this to Ed, like, you know what I mean? It doesn't feel very to the band. It doesn't. It feels kind of to the song. I put uh, all, all senses by. I hate this song. I, I really, oh, okay. I, yeah, I really don't like this song. I think the melody is really just bland, and I, I think it's too long. And not, I'm not even hate it in a sort of, you know, I hate it because it's country or whatever. It's just, it's not, not really my sort of bag, to be honest with you. But I think James as a as a presence on screen is captivating, and I like seeing him sitting mm-hmm. and playing and, and, and not much else happening because, you know, we've gone from these kind of high-concept videos to something that's as simple. I mean, the, the other members are in it briefly, aren't they? They just pass quickly at the back. It's pretty much the James show. It is um, a, just a cameo role, really, isn't it? Mm. They, he, he literally drives past them for for one little moment and, like, James really does get take centre stage of the centre stage in this one. And... He is a fun screen presence, definitely. Um, he is very much, uh, I wouldn't say at home on, on the camera, but he seems very quite naturalistic. He doesn't mm. appear like he's he's like thinking of things to do. He, he is just acting and being within the moment. There is a, a nice little shot um, when that they um, pass a sign and it says loading only. Right, right. It's it, 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 it another kind of blatant nod to, to uh, the, uh, the album again. But t- t- to me, the song 
and and the video together try, seem to be kind of like almost creating this homage to an, an older time, mm. an, an, an older America, maybe the America of, of, of his mother or what she represented. And, you, you know, you have those rear projection screens at the back and, and, and the side of the frame that go back to that old Americana Hollywood canvas and the car that James gets in is just like one of those 50s noir thriller cars mm-hmm. and you know, obviously you know the car's going to going to be stood there in one place with someone at the front of the screen you know t- t- turning their hands pretending to turn the wheel but then the most interesting thing which you kind of gave away earlier um, at the end of the video is something that I feel it was kind of thrown in just so the whole thing wasn't a complete waste, waste <laughs> right. of our time uh, so we do get <laughs> You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, like it's, yeah, yeah. it's it's a it's a nice reveal, but if it wasn't there, it would literally be just watching James Hetfield being filmed on an iPhone. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I like, I like shot... how he gets the horse at the end, as if to imply a real mode of transport. Yeah, like it's it's like you know the the cowboy's giving up the modern life, symbolized by the car, and he's going sure, with the sure. the old horse and the old West America again and stuff like that. And it is it is a nice little fun visual visual gag anyway and it does more of that metallica blurring the lines between the reality that we're presented and the reality that 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 is fact and you know the whole the whole thing again is very dreamlike and it kind of flows and you know he, he's even sleeping within within the video as yeah as, with, with, as the also. Hat, with the hat tip down classic you know yes. sort of wrangler mode as well but yeah there's not too much to say i think i think it's shot quite nicely i think i think there's quite a warmth um, to, to the camera, to the film, and uh, you know, again, as we say, it's nice to see James in these different environments. Vegas is kind of put upon as well, which again is sort of classic America to so much extent there. But but yeah, I, I like I like the artifice. I like that. Aha! Uh-huh. Like I, I kind of like that moment at the end, but it's not something that you know wears well for repeat viewings. When you know it's kind of fake, it doesn't quite have a surprise that the initial viewing does. Oh yeah, but I'm a sucker for that kind of behind-the-scenes meta hyper-awareness sure. shtick, and like this video is a real indicator that like, oh shit, Metallica are doing something different now. Kepler's wearing a cowboy hat, and like he, there's no head banging, and there's an acoustic guitar, and it's kind of like a herald of doom. Like if 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 you're like one of those super thrash fans, and like you you kind of wanted them to, to go back to. To, oh, um, yeah, yeah, we're a long, we're a long yeah, way from Death Magnetic at this point. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it was but, fi- filmed in November 1996 in London, uh, mm-hmm. dear old England. Never aired in the US apparently. This video, um, according to the Metallica, website. but obviously with YouTube, that that means not. You know what I mean? That's kind of relevant <laughs> for for terrestrial rather than now. But um, so, what what are your thoughts on this? Then, are you are you happy with this video or? Um, if it, it was definitely shot in an afternoon, and I can tell, and that kind of annoys me. Right. But if you want to make some something cheap, and that was the kind of mission objective, then they did it really well and effectively with what kind of time and budget restraints they had. Um, it's definitely not bad, uh, but in the kind of the realm of Metallica music videos, it it feels a little bit one note, and like there's there's not as much going on that yeah. other that 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 other videos do have, and like you say, it doesn't it doesn't bode well for repeat viewings. It it it's a bit of a, like a murder mystery who done it, and then yeah. it's like oh okay, and you know, and that that that's who was killed on the Orient Ex- Ex- Express, and then. <laughs> And then, and then we have to go on to King Nothing, really. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, King Nothing. Where, where is your crown indeed, Tom? Uh, Does cause... the crown sort of look like a Burger King crown? <laughs> is that I me? Can't... Is that why I was hungry? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, because, again, it's... 
I I like King Nothing as a song. It's maybe my highlight from Load. I I've always liked King Nothing. I remember as a kid. Um, my my mum's like a market researcher, so we'd always have groups at home, uh, market research groups. And I remember once there was this woman who was doing loads of groups there, and I must have been about thirteen or something. And I was in the bathroom. And I remember I remember singing King Nothing really loudly, and I was like, <laughs> and it all crashes down. And I was singing it, and she like walked in on me, and I was oh, sorry. <laughs> we like looked at each other. So uh, King Nothing's always seared in my head for many reasons, but. <laughs> I, I, again, sort of on a hero of the day level, but not really where you have these two parallel narratives going together. We have Hetfield and Co. in the snow, which is, you know, I like seeing him in the heavy coats. I like seeing Jason knee deep. So if he wants to headbang, he has to really <laughs> rise himself up. And then we just have this old guy with a crown who's cold. Right. Um, as hilarious as I like to see Jason knee knee deep is um, for me, man. When I first saw the thumbnail for this video, I was I was, I was kind of excited because like I was like, oh, okay, this could be some sort of dynamic abstractionist mm. kind of uh, neo noir twenties piece with like bold colours and shapes and shit. And wow, was I missold what this thing was. Um, if if this song was on Amazon, I'll be giving it a stern two two star review right. because. Unlike what we saw with the videos for the Black Album, where you know where they kind of decided to save money by using concert footage uh, and kind of releasing videos that way, the videos for Load kind of almost tell a story of like the band almost like spending all of their money on the indulgent in- until it sleeps and the kind of weird stop motion birds in Hero of of of, of the day because right, right. we've had one video in one location and now we have a, a video that could literally have been filmed in Lars's parents' back garden. Right. Right. Um, it, it 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 just feels cheap, like really cheap. It doesn't like, it doesn't look cheap, but I know what you mean. It does feel cheap. I've got to say, I, I'm I'm sort of got it on now, looking at it, and I do like them performing in the snow, especially with the flame no, on the snow. No. I think they look pretty cool. No, dude, like all the all the all the, it, they've just gotten them to wrap up warm like some b- buffoonish cross between a viking and a neanderthal man having a ponce about in the snow with their instruments with some burning petrol pits and a strobe light and like i, 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 I mean they spent less than a day's worth of black album royal like royalties making this video we could have had something really cool and the editing is p- pathetic there's so many ridiculous close-ups and flashing lights it looks yeah. like the movie blade is like playing yeah <laughs> it's, it's, yeah it's just, oh it's it's it, it, it's, a, it's, an it's ugly the glasses, aspect. isn't it? Hetfield's got the Wesley Snipes specs on, yeah. Dude, why are you wearing glasses in the snow at night? Well, like it's, I mean, it, you know. oh, it, it, it doesn't look that good. No, uh, no, I, I, yeah, okay, okay, I, I, I appreciate what you're saying as well. And what are your thoughts on on the old man in in the uh, in the in in, in, uh, in the powder? Well, well, yeah, like I mean, in terms of the screen time. Um, the band playing in in, in 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 the snow can only be called cheap filler because the the stuff with the the eponymous mysterious king mm-hmm. is about ten percent of of the video, yeah. but but even in that time there must have been at least ten shots of the crown falling off his head. Yeah, there's a lot with, of that. Yeah. <laughs> with a reaction shot of it hitting the snow, and then just shots of the crown lying in the snow. And it, a lot of it just feels like ideas stretched out and, and yeah. recycled for as long as possible. And this is and this is Matt, Matt Mahurin, who had obviously done uh, the Unforgiven Part One and will right. be coming back for the Unforgiven Part Two. So this guy like knows the band well, and he he can be creative with them visually. So to see him work in this kind of spontaneous, fast, fast shooting style is very jarring, and it, it, it can't it kind of come across as very tacky and artless to me. Mm. And, and 
it's like oh when when you have that opening shot and i thought oh, okay this is this is quite interesting but then when you watch it twice it it quickly stinks of Matt Mahurin quickly making it up on the spot once he saw the prop of the crown. Like the opening shot is like a circle and it's like he's put the crown around the lens of the camera. Yeah. Yeah. And like it just seems like they did it on the fly and there's a clear lack of visual directive cohesion as to what the video is meant to look like. And the worst part about all this, the most messed up part about all this is that the last shot is really fucking yeah yeah a lot of the last shot and it's stuck with dude it, it sticks with you doesn't it i mean mm-hmm. do you want do you want do you want, to, do you want to describe what it is well yeah i mean we are above the king and we're watching yeah. him basically become encircled you know by familiars i suppose to a certain extent because we see other there's there are certain shots of other crowns in the snow or people rising or stuff like that but there's also just weird crown church there's one shot that's inside the crown and the crown's chucked on the snow and it just sort of settles on the snow in the crown and it's just like really really uninteresting because king nothing as a thing as a sort of the midas tale like it it does lend itself to a really interesting video you know something a bit more Mm -hmm. captivating but here it's yeah uh, uh, the, the final shot the sort of you know similar to, to the matrix to a certain extent with all the bodies sort of enclosing onto one it, it leaves you with something wanting more but throughout i just yeah there's there's nothing to this uh this monarch yeah i mean uh, i i do like that that final shot like i mean just seeing all those black robed figures become that like sea of bodies it's it's very much like that resonant Im- imagery that that we spoke about in 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 Enter Sandman, and what I do like as well is like they all look real. They don't look CG. Yeah. So like so like to like organize that 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 shot must have been a lot of work, and 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 it's 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 done perfectly, and it's so interesting as this kind of uh, perfect Metallica nightmare visual that it it almost makes the preceding four minutes and forty three seconds almost worth it just to see it, but but not quite. Um, I mean, uh, it's so rushed as uh, as well, and I, 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 I think this video was made not because they were eager to make sure that this iconic Metallica staple song. I mean, I know I know you quite like it, but I know I know it's probably not one of their most uh, well-known tracks, right. and it's it, it's not because they wanted to give this song room to breathe and a, a definite video. I think they got spooked that their uh, more thrash-obsessed fans were going to think that they were going soft with the last three selections. Mm. So I think I, I think they 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 picked King Nothing because it's fast and it's heavy, and they wandered into Lars's parents' back garden. They filmed it really really quickly. And and it, it it just seems like they're they're painfully trying too hard to look cool, and uh, it it really doesn't work for me. Mm. Uh, but what I did do is that it did make me go out and listen to the song a couple of, a couple of times. This was the one that I did inspire me to kind of go out and be like, okay, I do like the song. I'm going to put this on to whatever play on whatever playlist I'm listening to right now. Mm-hmm. And you are you are right. It, it 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 is a good song. It is one of the highlights of Load. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, in terms of the video, got, uh, def, definitely not. Uh, no. I mean. <laughs> In our extensive research, there probably hasn't been a more poorly put together video. Really, it, 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 it's wow. Just, I mean, you're quite damning on this. I'm a bit ambivalent, it, but it, it's slapdash. It really, right. it's lazy. It's really, really tacky. I didn't like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. No, I feel that. I mean, I, I'll persist. I like seeing, you know, James especially um, snuggled up <laughs> for warmth, you know. And I like, I like seeing, I love seeing drums in the snow. There's something just so ridiculous about that that I find quite funny, but yeah, all in all, King Nothing. It's not, you know, not 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 a five starer, but 
Um, we get to the next video then, um, memory, re memory Remains, uh, sorry, which is quite high concept with the kind of um, uh, carousel, I suppose, that they're on, playing on the stage. What do you make, what do you make of this conceit? <laughs> oh, I mean, <laughs> I remember going into this one completely blind, uh, and the thumbnail is very non-descriptive as, yeah. as to what you're going to get as well. So I tried to keep positive. And then, bam, the very first shot is one of the most cringy things I've seen that, that Metallica has ever put out. Right. What we are treated to is a series of awfully crude shots of James gurning like an idiot into the camera with his glasses on again. Yeah. And, and, and like he's chewing the metal frontman scenery to no end. And, and it kind of put me in a bad mood for the rest of the video. And the rest of the video, which you've already kind of alluded to, Again, is is quite a, a tacky fun fair circus affair. It's this giant kind of like Russian circus swing yeah. that has that that has the whole band on it, um, and obviously the shots kind of achieved in the way they did it in, in Inception with the kind of gravity defying corridor sequence. Mm -hmm. Obviously, uh, Hetfield and the actors are all staying still. The room is spinning around them. This is probably a very fucking expensive thing to build. Uh, maybe they, 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 you know they had this leftover from another movie that like the parent company of the video owns or something because this is you know, a, a really tricky effect to do, and the video kind of blows its load on this cool trick very early on, right. and and what and what happens is just a progressively more te tedious series of spinning and yeah. gurning and swinging about, and like when you look at this video, like do you think this is a video that says uh, this is a really cool and unique idea, or is this a video that kind of screams of a creative team that's run out of ideas? Because it, it 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 seems to be so uh, one note and mm. boring, but yet it seems to think it's really fun, and I don't really see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the idea of them tilting round and staying stationary is quite novel, but you do have to do more with it. You do have to have some sort of story to go with it, and it is quite cool to see the room upside down and then moving about, but it's kind of cool in the sense that it's, if you saw a gif of it, it would be impressive, but for a song, <laughs> they, they don't really do much with it. Like, they have the sort of the P.T. Flea Barnum-style ringleader, you know, and they're giving their money to it, and yeah, I know what you mean. James, he's sort of I don't really like him in this video. I find him a bit... Like, normally I find him such a captivating and brilliant frontman. But here, his motions are a little cliche. He feels like a guy who's about 45. He still works on, on like, the checkouts in, like, a supermarket. And right. he's just, like... He saved up just enough money to kind of, like, do a fake Metallica music video. And he's really... <laughs> wow. And, 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 like, he's really trying to be like, Yeah, I'm James Hetfield! Yeah, and you can't... You, you'd never go full James. And I think uh, I think I think that that is the problem here. What what I mean, and the obsession with the coffin as well, and the money. Like, is there any images that stick out for you, or none of them do? I mean, mm. I mean, if some some of it feels like it's trying to like evoke some greater aesthetic continuity that's that's not there. Nothing really particularly stood out stood out to me with this one. It like t to me, it's just oh, that's the video where they spin around on a swing. Yeah. If that. If that's your thing, this is this is the video for you, and like you're not gonna gonna be disappointed because there's there's gonna be three and a half minutes of oh if, if you like but... if you like swinging, <laughs> this is the video for you, mate. If you want to see Lars upside down with a with a, a drumstick throwing it and catching it, but somehow he's still upside down. Oh my god, mental. Yeah. Then this 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 is your. What thing. about what about James hanging off the bar? 
Um, I've never, I've never been more thrilled in my life. It, you know, right. it was, it was, it was a, a great stunt. It really, it, it really was. It's uh, nice to see James is the kind of Tom Cruise of a, of a frontman. Yeah, I, I, I can't help thinking that this song would have just been good to see him do it live because this is, this is a song they still play to this day. You know, this is one of well, their huge numbers. We and... haven't got, yeah, we haven't got a live song from no. them here today. No. No, um, and you see, there's someone in the corner sitting down, and you know there's gramophones in the corner. I kind of like the twenties aesthetic they're going for to a certain extent, but it doesn't rescue it. Yeah, for for me, the, I, I would I would have preferred this to be a, a Tom Waits mu- music video. Yeah, yeah, I think this would have worked actually as a Waits video, maybe for a later era, sort of something like Bad as Me. I think would have worked quite well, but I mean, yeah, just <laughs> seeing Waits would have been so so nonsensical. To put in. I mean, there's nice plays with the camera. Occasionally, you get like a film effect as if a film roll's going on, and occasionally the sort of the bottom of the platform will obscure the front of the camera, and something else will reveal itself. But as you say. It gets a little tired horse uh, as we get to how long is this video? Four minutes thirty-eight, and it kind of—it's that long. Yeah. Oh my god, Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah, you need exactly. like you'd need at least two other things, like maybe like the band play inside. You know those cages that that like the motorbikes go mm. round, mm. and then like maybe you have them like playing by a shark underwater or something, just right. just to, just like you know give it like a a, a death a death defying feel, you know, yeah, and yeah. and an evil Knievel esque esque video. Yeah, yeah, um, I agree. Have you ever seen a sequel music video before this next one? Oh, good question. No, no. I think I think I've seen music videos that sort of make reference, and I think Lincoln Park music videos quite famously have quite visual motifs that echo each other. But no, I haven't seen a straight, you know, as as obviously Unforgiven One into Unforgiven Two. Um, what, what are your thoughts on this one? Well, I for one am glad to see that Metallica were were busy building the Unforgiven cinematic universe because yeah. we because we are uh, you know we do have Matt Mahurin back and he's already created this very tangible realistic world uh, with with Unforgiven Part One and he's back and I've got high hopes high high expectations as well and we are dropped right back into that world like it's it's very much one of those sequels where it's not trying to do something different it's trying to make you just do do the same but different mm-hmm. and then what follows is kind of complicated in the sense that it's kind of hard to convey how this video makes me feel because on one end you've got this warmly reassuring feeling that we're going to get some of that uniquely warped imagery and uh, strange mood but then there's this ever-present feeling that there's a been there done that quality yeah. Which kind of makes it pop a lot less than its predecessor. Uh, but before we kind of get to, into too many of the, of the details, Tom, let's just kind of describe what happens in the video. Unfortunately uh, for us and for you, the listeners, there isn't some kind of Peter Jackson esque MTV extended edition mm-hmm. of this one for us to muse over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And neither is there much of an obvious plot either. No. Uh, not no. in the way that the first video had in, in, its, in its kind of uh, editing. Um, we we have interludes of footage of the band playing as we always do, and then it's just kind of an even more scattershot uh, thematic collage than uh, un- until it sleeps. And there's kind of this like little narrative thrust and dr- a, a drop of symbolism that's tacked on, but there's not much more depth to it than that, really, is no. there? No, no, there isn't. Um, again, this isn't a song that I like. Um, I, I think I, I don't know why they did a sequel to Unforgiven. I think it just feels like. Uh, you know, melodically a cash-in, if anything else. Cannot stand the PlayStation 1 era rocks falling. Those graphics have aged so badly. 
haven't yeah. they though they look like n64 rejects like and it's just kind of laying like oh they're playing and rocks are like almost hitting them and you know it just i i, I don't know we got you got the sort of monochrome world of unforgiven i know a lot of people like the unforgiven video and that's fine you can enjoy it but it just again it feels a little bit sort of faux installation-esque like it's obscure to the point of obscurity there's a snake occasionally there somewhere there's yeah. a guy putting his hand inside a woman but it's you know the photoshop is so blatant it's painful like it just this hasn't aged well for me um i quite like when he's at the stone and like those sort of tentacles are pulling him in and stuff that, that's quite alarming and quite stirring but altogether yeah it's just a bit mishmashy personally yeah, like, um, well, the video starts with, like, uh, you know, in instead of becoming like a 10-minute prologue, it starts off with, with the bell, and, like, it kind of almost sounds like it's, it's going to start off as Unforgiven Part 1, and then it, it does kind of jump straight into the main thrust of the song, which um, does kind of catch you off guard in, in a nice way, but it isn't as atmospheric or as gallant as the original. And, like, it, it's a kind of like a weird straight-to-DVD Disney mid-prequel you know how, how, how you, you know how they'll do like the fox and the hound too. Yeah, yeah. Even in like it's them as kids, even though they died as adults in the mm-hmm. in the main movie, and like we've kind of like is we've got the same man, same boy as as the first video. Is it the same man? Like again, he's isolated. He's trapped behind a large wall on a cliff face this time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he kind of travels back and forth through the ages of adulthood and childhood. And then you know, ba- ba- basically, the band plays Mad Tunage Bro, and yep. it break and breaks the barriers of uh, oppression, and they come crashing down once again, giving hope for freedom. Um, that's mm. kind of exactly what the first video was. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, well, well done. I mean, you could have basically taken all you know all the uh, b-roll and daily stock footage from the first video kind of slapped it all together and just ha- filmed new metallica stuff like how they film fucking power rangers videos with japanese footage mm-hmm. like let, let, let's start with the good that there are engrossing images like you say like the tentacles and arms coming out the wall I saw that as like a direct like that that could be on the back cover of Mule Variations or Bone Machine right. or something like, like that and like that, that uh, demented spinning top where he's kind of being twisted yeah yeah off. I like that yeah but then all of this is really kind of pointless because there's nothing particularly symbolic uh, there's no kind of super suggestive uh, subjective narrative cohesion that kind of made the first video balance that tightrope of being both simple enough and abstract enough to be interpreted by anyone who watched it. This one is just kind of a, a whole lot of like weird for the sake of weird. Yeah, it's Pomo. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> like, like, it just kind of steps into into that realm where it, it there's just a kind of a lack of spark on display like this is this is kind of bread without gluten yeah like, we've been we've been here we've done this there is no need to revisit it do the song it's it, it's an interesting concept for a song but wouldn't it be more interesting to like visually distinguish this one from the last one you could in intercut the two and you wouldn't know which was which really and then like there, there's there's this thing they, they did it in the last video where they were really on the nose with the lyrics mm. and then they do it again when um head those things but um, the sun was shining through and then bam the sun like yeah. breaks through the, the brutalist walls that stand behind them <laughs> and and then the sun shines through and 
it 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 feels tackier than like the rest of the of the video really. It really does needs feel to... tacky. It does. I think I think it. Yeah, it it feels very very nineteen ninety eight. And I just uh yeah, I there's certain stuff I like. I like seeing them on the plinths of rock that have been chipped away kind of but you know this sort of monochrome world that we inhabit and I, I do want to draw the context away I don't want to consider the song again but I think the song feels quite lethargic to me anyway that mm-hmm. it means the visuals are just robbed of any of their intensity any of their blood um you know it just equates a little more than the original Unforgiven video it's just a pale imitation really and for all the kind of one-off images that are alarming that they can do we've we've seen this better in until it sleeps you know maybe mm-hmm. to differentiate they should have put unforgiven 2 on a spinning platform i don't know that's that's a good point though actually until it sleeps is probably one of the worst things that could have happened to something like the project that is the unforgiven part too because it did do do everything better and yeah. That is the the only thing you can say about it. Really. It it does boil down to it, it does whatever the first video did, but it doesn't do it as as well. Think think of things like Kick Ass Two, Ghostbusters Two, or The Dark Mon- Knight Rises. You know Monsters what I mean? University. Monsters University, yeah. Oh, oh man. Find, Finding Dory. Finding Ouch. Dory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Toy Story Four. I'm, it's going to be crap. I'm just saying it. I don't know why. I've got the. I just they can't make four classic films in a row. That's against the laws of of, of Sid Field, the screenwriter. But um, <laughs> shout out Sid Field and, and save the cat and all that sort of stuff. But um, I Very think it's screenplay rather than save the cat. But uh, yeah, um, it's yeah. This is Metallica to a certain extent. This is their brand. You know, they've established it with until it sleeps with the weird things that come out the year on Hero Today with King Nothing with Unforgiven. There's going to be some slightly surreal, odd imagery that's going to take your eyes off the fact that the songs are kind of bland. <laughs> yeah i mean i think it's safe to say that this this video is frustratingly okay mm. and <laughs> yeah. and yeah and Matt like, Mahogel, like your like your paul mccartney podcast thank you man <laughs> thank you um but yeah matt matt Mahoney will forever remain unforgiven oh yeah I think, I think i'll say i think i think i think and um another director coming back into the fold uh mr wayne isham um the fuel video I had never seen this video until two de- <laughs> until until two days ago. I think same, same. this video is terrible. <laughs> yeah. This video is uh, fucking awful. Oh my god, Jeez. dude, this is so so bad. And it feels we're pretty so cheap. We're going to get loads of comments from Metallica fans who love their automobiles, but I'm just going to come out and say that it was a misstep to feature the, the imagery of Grease Lightning Tokyo Drift. Yeah, ju- yeah, like, like, yeah. Like juxtaposed against the footage of one of Metal's like greatest bands. And yeah, you know, there are probably loads of fans who like Lars Ulrich and Vin Diesel in some oddly specific Venn diagram. Mm. But like, it's such a mismatch of aesthetics, and it's just choppy and ridiculous. It's like and all the text on screen that has oh. the lyrics, but it's like out of time. It's never quite when they say it, so it's just like, why are you doing this? It's like the director literally went, right, what things need fuel? Not metaphorical fuel or spiritual fuel. What literally needs fuel? Oh, okay, generic cars going fast, screech, screeching tyres, baby driver, we're done. And like, yeah, I get it, the song's called Fuel. There's going to be a kind of hypercharged nature to it but there's this kind of super high frame rate quick cut editing that has not aged well at all going going back to things like blade and equilibrium movies like like like, like that in like the late 90s early 2000s where it, it it just looks awful and it it's trying too hard to be cool it's trying to be like 
not Tarantino-esque, but it's it, it's it's got that kind of grindhouse cinema feel to it. It's mm. trying to look scratchy and exploitative, and it just comes off as cheesy. And I mean, how prolific is illegal underground street racing in America anyway? Cause, I, I mean, mean, like, yeah, I mean, this was actually filmed in Japan. I mean, it's not clear oh, in really? clear in the video. Yeah, it was filmed in Tokyo, um, and like. If this video was just like uh, you know an accompaniment to a, an awesome car chase, then fair enough. But it's just you have these two cars just going back and forth, back and forth like Hot Wheels, and it just feels very inconsequential. It doesn't feel like there's anything on the line. It doesn't feel like they're actually racing. There are no stakes in it, no other. I mean, no. I mean, go, going back to the Chili Peppers. By the way, is a much uh, yeah 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 than, than, than this. Like you could probably put "By the way" over over um the audio of this song and it would work perfectly fine i imagine mm, mm. but i mean uh, for, for, for the track of for for the sake of transparency like i do not like this imagery i don't like the subculture i have a bias against it i'm not happy that metallica centered a song around it at oh, but, all. That, but that's james though james is a gearhead like oh really is yeah, he? yeah oh, okay yeah. but yeah. but tom do you know what the worst thing about this is? Okay. This is the guy who directed Enter Sandman. Yeah, what, that is surprising. What, what a drop-off point. What a drop-off point. Really? Yeah, it's a bad video. Because ultimately, the goal should be to get your adrenaline pumping, and it just doesn't do that. Like, the band stuff's okay. I, I think, you know, I think James has a bit of a snarl, a bit of a growl. You know, you have sort of the... Everyone's, everyone's invests, everyone's sweating. You know, it's exciting to a certain extent. But I just can't get, an, I just can't get away from the text. The, te- the, the lame Helvetica that's splashed across, and, you know, mm. it's just... Yeah, baby driver, this ain't. Yeah, it it does not give me what I desire no. at all. No, no it's... No. Uh, it's, it's on, 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 honestly, I do like to, to kind of give each song its own fair stab and try and talk about it as, as much as possible and give it its fair due, but there really isn't much to say about this one. It's very much... Uh, a boner killer. The moment you see it, it's 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 a real turn off, and it's it's not fun to watch. No. And for for a song like Fuel, which is kind of meant to be important, it's meant to kind of give people a little faith. Um, after Load kind of didn't wasn't as rocky as they would have liked. You know, this is kind of like oh Metallica are back, and they're kind of a, a little bit heavier. And then they you'd tack this video on, mm. and. It doesn't make me want to go out and, and yeah, and yeah. I mean, the I, album as well. I, I, I like Fuel. I, I I do like Fuel as a song. It's definitely grown on me. And they played it in Birmingham um, the other week when I saw them, and I loved it, man. It was you know it was great to see Fuel, but I just I just think the video was a bit of a mishit. I just I don't, <laughs> I don't I don't think they they really did. I think you know it's about it's got cars in it. You know it, it's got rubber being burnt, but it just doesn't it doesn't quite seem to be on the same page. Um, you know, in terms of energy for me, really. No, there, there is there is no direction really at all. No. Um, before we finish finish up, Tom, I did want to ask you. Um, I've actually not asked you this personally purely because I did want to ask you on, on on the show. How were Metallica in Birmingham? Like, how was it? It was incredible. It was absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. You know, uh, dear listeners, if you want an in depth, um, you know, recount, definitely go to the channel and check it out. But yeah, man, it was um, it was it was wonderful. The, the feeling when they went on stage, uh, like. Because, you know, I heard all the crowd cheering um, from behind me just as all the lights went down. And it was clear that they were going down the walkway, but I couldn't actually see it because all the audience were there. And the first person I saw was Rob. I saw, I saw the fucking bass player in front of me. And then I saw Lars, like, waiting at the steps as well and just seeing these guys. And when they kicked into it, just the, the power, it was, yeah, it was remarkable, man. It was, it, awesome. uh, you know, other than our Tom Waits podcast, it was the highlight of my life. 
Um, it was uh, it was it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. So um, you know, we will be back uh for the next edition. Probably do that in the new year. Probably into twenty eighteen. The mm-hmm. videos we'll be looking at will be the garage uh. The Garage Inc. videos, Whiskey in the Jar, Turn the Page. We'll also be looking at I Disappear from the MI2 soundtrack. Uh, and then the St. Anger videos, <laughs> which are St. Anger, Frantic, Unnamed Feeling, and Some Kind of Monster. So definitely looking to get into them. Um, Sam, best and worst video that we've discussed today? The best video today was clearly Until It Sleeps. It's mm-hmm. the one with the most ideas. It's the one with the most going on, the, the most money spent on it, the one where they're having the most fun doing it. And it's, and it's the one that's most memorable. Yeah. The worst one... It has to be King Nothing. Um, it, it, it is just a nothing of a video. Yeah. Uh, I, it, it is frustratingly uh, cheap and tacky and rushed. And uh, I just expect more effort from Metallica. I think that, I think that's that's fair to say. Mm-hmm. And it just comes across as across as naff. It's naff. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I I agree. Until it sleeps. Definitely my favourite. Or definitely the best video of the bunch. I'm actually going to say Fuel as my least favourite, because I do like seeing them in the blizzard, in the tundra. I don't know why I enjoy the visual, um, but there's nothing I can really take from Fuel um, that, that mm-hmm. I think they think's any good, uh, to be honest with you. And um, we teased it at the start, Sam. Please be brief. You do a Paul McCartney podcast. Yeah, uh, I do a Paul McCartney podcast. It's called Paul or Nothing. I did explain it briefly. Uh, I pick up the story just after the Beatles finish, and I basically review album by album, song by song, everything Paul McCartney has ever released, whether he's single, whether he's with Wings, or whether he's doing his weird stuff as the fireman. Mm. Um, I review it all. I've even started having guests on the show now to kind of discuss wider topics that I can't fit into the kind of narrative. I do bonus episodes now, film film reviews, anything to do with Paul, I will do it, basically. And I'm having you on in a couple of months, actually, Tom, where we're going to be discussing McCartney 2. McCartney 2, album. yeah. It's a fantastic album. Mm. It's it's a really good album for people who don't like Paul McCartney, which yeah. is why I want, which is why I wanted, I wanted you to do it, because it doesn't have the same kind of baggage as a lot of all that kind of poppy, twiddly-twee stuff does. Yes, yes. But it- yeah, um, check out Paul or nothing tom will put links and and stuff yeah, below yeah. there's a there's also a blog that that i do as well which is frustratingly a, a lot more successful than the podcast itself in terms of viewership so right. please check 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 that <laughs> yeah, check yeah, that out yeah. as well all the links are below um check out our tom waits podcast as well which uh down in the hole um you know search that out which things might be revving up for. Maybe, maybe, soon, who knows, soon, yeah, who, knows who knows in the future. But um, everyone listening, thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe to the show. Uh, get at us, MetallicaPod at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter as well, at MetallicaPod, if you want to know about upcoming episodes. If you want to come on the show, of course, get in touch with me. Let me know what song you want to discuss. Yeah, leave us a review on iTunes. Patreon, if you want to support the show, if you enjoy the show, you want to give back to the show. Sam, as always, man, it's been a treat to have you on. Thank you, bro. Thank you for having me back on, man. I can't, I can't wait to do the next one. It's, it's, it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be fun. Thank you.